Akko has her adventure with Constance, which results in a kaiju battle. Diana also deciding to lead Luna Nova. Hopefully not. We're going to talk about all about that. Welcome back to the land of magic. Reach out, and our after show will begin. It's the Little Witch Academia after show on AfterBuzz TV, and it starts right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Promising start. <laughs> these episodes were these episodes were among my favorite of the entire series for completely different reasons. Right. Yeah. This, this was an amazing two episodes. We get to talk about episodes 18 and 19 from quote Netflix's Little Witch Academia. Yeah. Uh, welcome into the AfterBuzz TV After Show. I'm one of your hosts. The internet's Mark Bidonica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark Bidonica. We got the rest of the squad in the house, starting with Stacey Shuttleworth. Hey guys, I'm Stacey Shuttleworth. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stacey Shuttle. And we got Rachel Goodman. Hey everyone, I'm Rachel Goodman. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Rachel Goodman or on Facebook at Rachel Ann Goodman. <laughs> I that wanted to keep watching. That up. Man. Oh, the hardest place yeah. to stop. This is what I have been waiting for from like episode one. And they had to make <laughs> it a two-parter. Oh. They, they knew that we were gonna do that. We were splitting it up like this, and they separated them so that we would have to stop watching. Uh, that was their entire goal this whole time. Yes, to mess rough. with us, yes. the AfterBuzz TV yes. After Show, right here on AfterBuzz TV. Um, before we get started, though, we do have a special message from the network. As always, we thank you so much for your support and. We actually have some exciting news about AfterBuzz. Whether you're a new listener or a longtime AfterBuzz fan, you know that we're the world's number one destination for TV coverage. Well, starting next month, which is really soon, we'll be expanding our content beyond just after shows to bring you a whole slate of new content, formats, and guests. And don't worry, our after shows aren't going anywhere. They're simply evolving. Most of the shows you love only air for part of the year, especially when it comes to Netflix shows like ours. But during the rest of the year, these shows have news constantly breaking that you want to talk about. So, as the ESPN of TV Talk, we know it's our job to cover it. We'll have in-depth coverage, in-depth coverage for shows like uh, in the drama, in the drama, the comedy, animated. Uh, all of those genres, so truly, anything you can imagine, nothing is off-limits. And given our no-limits approach to TV coverage, we realize that sometimes it can be hard to find the shows you love. And we listened. We're restructuring the website, shows, and our platforms to make sure it's easier to find what you're looking for. Our YouTube channel will now be divided into nine sections by genre. Drama, comedy, reality, reality competition, wrestling and sports, animation, shout out, sci-fi, fantasy, superheroes, red carpets, and lastly, our own featured and original content. There's a lot to be excited about. But it won't happen overnight. As we develop, we'll be experimenting to cater to your TV desires, which means your participation and feedback will be absolutely essential to deliver these custom shows. To keep up to date with everything, be sure to sign up for our monthly newsletter launching in September and check out our show After Buzz Weekly with Megan Stecker. Make sure, please, follow us on Twitter, everything for all of these updates. Uh, and, you know, the anime shows are few and far between, so if you want something a little bit more substantial week to week, Now's your opportunity to demand it, and we will we will do our best to cater to your desires. So we've got this new direction coming from After Buzz TV starting next month. Sign up to the the newsletter for more information. But uh, I digress. Right now, we're going to be talking about Stanship Takeoff, 
Holy crap, we got our, our uh, life-changing field trip with Constance. We did. I was so excited. Yeah. We were just kind of talking about that, too, right? About mm-hmm. her having other adventures with some of the other kids. It was that far-off dream, and they yeah. were like, no, 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 here you go. Enjoy. <laughs> well, they're, they're truly saving the best for a good... Like, we got Amanda first. Sure, let's get her out of the way. But we got Constance. Not No no offense, Amanda. Shout out Irish heritage, all that, all that jazz. But uh, German heritage coming through. Constance, oh my god, so excited! What did y'all th- when when we found out that this was going to be Constance episode? What were your initial thoughts? I wanted to learn more about her background, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we kind of got a glimpse, but I still wanted to know more. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, I, I was, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't. I, obviously, I didn't think it was going to turn out how it did, but I had no clue what direction the episode was going to go in. Mm-hmm. Man, I just, poor Constance. <laughs> I, just as far as personalities go, like mm-hmm. being being uh, awkward, I guess. Just having <laughs> Akko. <laughs> like, Akko's wonderful, but sometimes it's like, just shh for a second. Yeah, uh, here, she was at optimum Akko. She was. Uh, so we... we- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We start off by being shown this wild hunt, which is this ghost hunting sports game of some for something. Did anybody think that this was like, oh, this is what like the the Samhain festival? This is what we're going to be building to. Did anybody think that this was going to be the big event? That kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, I definitely did. I thought, even though they didn't say it, I thought that all everyone was going to be participating, and it was basically going to be one huge event where everyone was competing against each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. that ended up not being the case. We found oh, out that the final <laughs> event was going to be coming to Blightonbury, which is real close by the school, uh, and it seemed to. Uh, Croy a little bit, a little bit too much for my liking. Yeah. Uh, now the whole the, now when Akko first breaks into uh, and I I will say breaks into uh, Constance's lab. Oh boy, did we get a, a sweet uh, future uh, theme park ride out of this? We got the crazy minecart that w- that goes all the way to downtown London under Tower Bridge. Holy why not? crap! Why not? <laughs> and why not Constance? <laughs> and why, yeah, if it's going to be anybody, it's going to be Constance. I, I love how right before she goes into this room, um, I think it was Lotte who mentioned, oh yeah, she got this special permit. <laughs> yeah, well that permit included a secret dark chamber for her to work. That is quite a permit. <laughs> and a budget of some sort. Just, yeah, right? oh, whatever, dude. Man. Um, now, being the first time anybody has sort of, I mean, Akko disrespected her wishes and her space by, by being there. Now, on the same token, uh, I think our girl Constance went a little crazy. By pulling one of her magical guns on her, and yeah. you get the hell out. She did not handle it quite as well as she could have. But very characteristic for her, though. Absolutely. Yeah. Get yeah. the hell out or I'll shoot you. I, I, I don't even know what kind of gun, like if it was an actual gun. It looked like an SMG. Yeah. It looked like a straight up magical submachine gun. Some kind of Man. taser. Like, we got an SMG here. 
Oh, man. No, she went straight for the big guns. <laughs> uh, and despite... Uh, oh, well, no. That, that's skipping ahead a little bit. But she decides that no matter what, she's going to help her because she ended up breaking one of her standbots. Even after finding out that she has a legion of standbots, she's like, no, nah, but I broke one. I'm going to make it up to you and be real disruptive. <laughs> I'll go in her, in her pure hearts. <laughs> It ends in chaos. Yeah. And it was hilarious how much she was doing that was so wrong, too. Like, it, it's one of those things where, uh, uh, something that was, uh, a phrase that was brought up to me recently. The road to hell is paved in good intentions. And, oh boy, was Akko speeding towards hell. Because oh. she had all of the best intentions. She but really so, he just got to peel it back. Even in my notes, I wrote, Akko, chill you poor girl. Yeah. Uh, but she's rightfully put in a cell. She's like, no, yeah. what? No. Chill. I'm going to be a cute mouse again. To, 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 I think they deliberately did that to be like, Oh, but she's a mouse again. Can I just say, like, that she's getting really good at that power, and yeah. I love how she was got like, it. squeak. <laughs> it's her little catchphrase whenever she turns into a mouse. We gotta have it. Well, anytime she turns into an animal, we have to have the nose, that, the the noise that establishes what how she's going to be speaking. Even though, we, <laughs> even though in later in the episode we got Penguinaco, I love. We that. just had that like not even a line of anything, but it's like, so oh, that's what Penguinaco would sound like. That's it. Now, she ends up sneaking into where the the ship that Constance has been building is currently under construction, finds a whole bunch of plans and, and memories and designs on the wall, including a, a picture of what seems to be Constance and her parents at uh, in front of a cruise ship, which honestly, to me, looked like the Disney dream, because very few cruise ships do the stars across the, the front of it. Mm-hmm. I think she was on a Disney cruise, <laughs> and I she wanted her own it. magic ship. <laughs> it's a great headcanon. I'm there. Well, no, dude, because, <laughs> like, seriously, this show has dealt with... Uh, versions of magic and presentations mm-hmm. of magic from all culture, and a way to subtly bring Disney magic into it. I mean, for the love, of, for the love of goodness, we got Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Dude, the, the past couple true. episodes we were covering, yeah. uh, where Salem Saberhagen <clears throat> seemed to be the only male student uh, that ever was brought into <laughs> Luna Nova. But yeah, it's it, that's what it, it looked like it, to me. So uh, some sort of a history with her and ships and magic. And trying to recreate all of that, but uh, despite that, booted right out again. So, did I found myself, especially during this moment, wondering what Akko's past is actually like, because we really haven't seen her parents, we don't know what her home life was like, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the fact that she would say that she's very similar to Constance makes me wonder if there's something we don't know that's a little bit deeper. Well, it, it was put very general. It, it was put in the sense of, I, I have a dream that is my central uh, driving force, and you have a dream that is your central driving force. And even being that general, just I, I, I hand it to Akko for just being a shining beacon of positivity, but uh, despite that, uh, still... No matter who, and, and we see it even more in the next episode, trying to find the similarities and the friendships that she can build with people, no matter who they are, where they're from, no matter what walk of life. And, and it's it was very nice in this episode. Yeah, It's very nice in every episode, but damn, that girl is way too... Uh, <laughs> way too energetic for her own good. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. even when, when Lotte and Susie were like, 
hey. <laughs> Please chill. You should probably chill. There she goes again. Exactly. <laughs> you know, let her do the way she wants. Let her do things the way she wants to do them. Not not to uh, not to intrude. But uh, something breaks on the uh, on the ship. Which leads you to get an egg beater, but it's made out of orichalcum, which is a, um, a a magical element that we don't know much in this uh, in this series. Mm-hmm. But I recognize it from Kingdom Hearts, so <laughs> I <laughs> a crime in high fantasy. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we find out that due to Akko's affability and just overall excitement and general pleasant nature uh, and willingness to talk. Uh, mm-hmm. She and they end up making an agreement where Akko goes and finds all of the necessary ingredients that she wants for the ship. Uh, did anybody think that this was going to be longer than just like a little sizzle? Did anybody think this was going to be a, like a sizely adventure for Akko to get the actual like egg. to get the stuff? I did it first, and then I was like, "Oh no!" It kind of seems like they're going to power through this in one episode here. And I'm kind of glad they did because, um, what was it, a couple episodes ago when she was trying to get the ingredients to cure um, everyone mm. who was kind of, you know, turning into a Moss. bush? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of thought it was nice that they kind that they didn't do the same thing because then that would have felt a little too similar to the other episode. But um, I, I didn't know how long this was going to take. I didn't even, even at this point, I didn't know exactly where they were going in the episode until we got there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I'll, I'll bring this up at the end, but Miraculous Corazon left uh, uh, something on Twitter that might make things a little, that might send things a little bit de- into a deeper dive, but who knows. Uh, now, we, uh, with the, uh, I, I'm just looking forward to my notes and getting really excited. But uh, did any when she when she referenced the the chariot card? Did anybody think that we were going to get a word out of this, or or if it was just just a thing? I wondered if we were going to end up with a word by the end, mm. but at this point, I think I just kind of. Um, I, I just kind of thought, okay, well, this is great that, once again, she's able to pull from a chariot card, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that this, above anything else, that's been one of the main things that's helped her while she's been here, and all these all the other students and witches who have always been saying, oh, well, you know, she, chariot's controversial, don't, don't follow her, it's like, hmm, okay, well, for someone who's so controversial, she sure is helping another student very well, and just often. by, <laughs> yeah, and not even Ursula, just the actual card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got after she ends up uh, picking up all of the items Akko's just she's got a drawing of something and uh, the, the stand bots are making fun of her for it but Constance gets one good look at it <laughs> and just goes into a frenzy of just making plans and yeah. just sketching it out and, and they've, they've made a connection now like oh you can imagine from what we get in this episode if Constance is ever in a bind just goes like hey can you just make me I need a I need a, a plane just think think of a plane like a person plane or whatever and mm-hmm. then let me see what you get what what you get for me uh super excited to talk about this but uh we we then go to Croy who uh sees the ghost hunt and ends up spreading this rumor 
online, making it go viral, that there's going to be some ghosts that are going to be appearing in order to, uh, we find out later, get some research. Uh, get some research for her mo- emotional spectrum magic. Oh boy. It's, uh, and then we get to the night of, uh, of the Wild Hunt, and uh, Miraculous Corazon brings up a very interesting point. The, the hunter that we see the most... Uh, who's got the big fur covering, or I say I should say they, that has the big fur covering their eyes, and we only see sort of like the bottom half of their face, mm-hmm. uh, shares the exact same jawline as Andrew. Yeah. Now, it may just be for a style purpose, all men have the same jawline, who knows, because mm-hmm. it... it doesn't necessarily make sense to me that Andrew would take part in a magical thing despite all of, like it would that would be too big of a swerve for me yeah if, I think, yeah yeah if, if if all of a sudden he was so sort of anti-magic and then one I like magic two what's the first thing I can do oh it's a ghost hunt three I need a fur four and like and it, it, it just and doesn't it's very like powerful yeah I, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you I don't think that that is Andrew. Maybe a relative. <laughs> <laughs> good pull and good eye. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, then we see the ship uh, leave from London Harbor, which just absolutely crazy. But with a huge barrage of fire, it takes care of all of the ghosts. We have some sweet net destruction uh, that captures a whole bunch of ghosts, and then they're just powder, whatever. Uh, Croy comes onto the scene and creates a whole bunch of bird, evil bird spirit, raven, uh, nevermore, crow monsters uh, that attack that now the humans can see and starts attacking them. And then we get one of the single most hype moments in this entire show. Undeniably. Constance. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> and we get the ship turns into a giant mecha. Why did, not? Did any of you guys think that it was like a Power Rangers moment? Because that's exactly what I was thinking the whole time this transformation was happening. I mean, Power Rangers, Voltron. It, yeah, it incorporated uh, elements yeah. so, so, all like, over. If there was a, a genre of anime that I did not expect L- Little Witch Academia to go into, <laughs> it was the mecha. Giant mecha. Yeah. What? But why not? You know what? With Constance, anything is possible. <laughs> and this was the best possibility that could have come from this yes, situation. Yes, it was. And let me read it because it, it had, like, it was one episode and that's it. The, uh, uh, never mind. We'll talk about that when we show that trailer. But, um, burning souls converted to magic power. The seven shining stars of justice believe in the heart that believes in magic. Grand Charion, the magical warrior, is here. <laughs> that is so hype. So good. Man, so let's good. and now we have a spin-off series. <laughs> Magical Girl Mecca, just you know what? Dude! Bring it. Especially Bring it. sort of like how uh the credits to My Hero have the uh the fantasy Which I want as an actual at least episode. It's the greatest. Now I want an episode or an OVA of this where it's an it's a mecha anime. The mecha goes and has its own adventure. Yes. Like the broom. Mm-hmm. And then it's and but then it, it involves the other girls in some way, shape, or form as like techs or this or that, but it 
like and, yes. I mean, they could always bring back the ghosts and do more with that any day too. Any any mm-hmm. monster like the the, yeah. the dragon, the, any of the of the monsters that Cry has made or will continue to make. Uh, Jason Potter in chat. <laughs> I never knew I needed a Gundam in my little witch academia <laughs> until I received it. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, Sometimes that's true. the shows do know better than us. <laughs> they give us what we need, even though we don't know we need it. There was a really interesting interview with the uh, the, the directors of the show back in March that I just found uh, about involving other cultures and other cartoons and making the show that much more dynamic and that much more interesting to more people. And I would highly recommend it. I forget what channel it's on, but it's it, it's done by uh, Ego Raptor from Game Grumps. It's a really good interview. Highly recommend everybody go check it out. Um, but when, so nobody expected a mecha. I kind of suspected when Akko got all crazy with the plans, I was like, that thing's going to transform. It's going to transform. It's going to be a giant robot. <laughs> and I was real excited. Flipping Omnimon over here. I was like, this is a ridiculous idea. Yeah, so which means she, it's probably what she's doing. And that's, <laughs> exactly. When she was talking about a robot, when she was talking to the little bots, yep. I was like, yeah, that's, that's what's happening here, is that she came up with plans to create some kind of morphing for the ship. Oh, yeah. yeah. Akko was ridiculous enough to make that happen, and Constance is like, oh my god, I would have never thought of actually doing that, but now that you've introduced it, here we go! Well, here, well, here's also the mechanical brilliance of Constance, is she had the ship built, and then she retrofitted it to have a mecha in it, which is remarkable. And that she did it in that short amount of time, too. Everything was done! She could have yeah. been like, forget that, oh, whatever. She's like, this needs to to Child's play. She's like, yep. So, with the fact that we got... A kaiju, Power Rangers, Pacific Rim, uh, uh, Zoids, whatever, whatever giant robo you you want to pick. How how did you expect all of this to go upon seeing it? I was I was too mind blown. I was just sitting and watching yeah. like it was Saturday morning. I was not thinking ahead at this point. I was just like, I'm gonna see some awesome robot fights right now. <laughs> so the show has, I don't know, sometimes it ends in a way that I expect, sometimes it doesn't. So I didn't know if she was going to win or lose at this point. Mm. But mm. I was wondering if Croy was going to get revealed for exactly what she was doing. And um, either way, though, I, was, I wasn't sure how this was going to end. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> the, uh, the hunters get called upon and infuse Charion with, the, with magic. They go 120%. The miracle, magical... Shining tornado punch wins the day. Yeah, and then the and the robot breaks apart because it has no power left. Too good to stay for long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a feeling we're going to see it again in some way, shape, or form. Wink. Uh, <laughs> Ursula confronts Croy. Uh, that, that's what you were playing the whole long. Yeah, just try to stop me. Classic like hero villain talk, but it was still really good. Uh, Constance, in in a show of thanks makes a training wheels broom <laughs> essentially for Akko. Uh, sail? Yeah, that was hilarious. Like, I thought it was just going to be the sail. So it's like, all right, jump off of someplace high and wish. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. It'll last you for a few minutes. But then and... just tiny little... 
<laughs> She's finally flying. I, and she was so, like, so grateful for it. And then uh, it's hilarious, too. It kind of looked like it was going faster. And then when they pulled away and showed us a shot of it from afar, Just it's going, along. Like, you know, like, real slow. <laughs> Girls, I'm flying! I don't know and if you can... Pretty hmm. pathetic. <laughs> I don't know if you can call it flying. <laughs> Quite flying. Now, uh, before we move on to the next episode, uh, something throughout this entire episode that that we were sort of presented with is the idea of of Constance's form of communication. Now we heard her making noise and and verbal reactions of some uh some intent throughout the episode, but mainly she can she uh she held conversations with a chalkboard. Mm-hmm. And at the end we have this moment where it looks like maybe maybe she's going to say thank you. Maybe she, she's going to say something mm-hmm. and she ends up Smiling it off and just being looking happy for the first time, <laughs> right? It's like uh, the first smile we've so ever seen, yeah, mm-hmm. from her. So, how do you think? How do you think? What do you think is is up with Constance and her form of communication? Well, in general, I just want to say too that it, everyone's starting to respect Akko a lot more, mm-hmm. and including Constance. And um, I think that. I couldn't say why exactly she's not speaking, but maybe it's because she had a very, even though her parents looked very nice and happy, maybe she had a very strict upbringing where she wanted to always impress them. And so she's just so serious that she doesn't waste her time speaking Mm. when she could be doing something. There has to be a reason why she's so good at what she's doing. So clearly she's had a lot of experience. What do you think, Stacey? So... I'm not entirely sure where I think it comes from exactly, but I do think based on the little bit at the end that it's not that she is unable to speak. It's more of a choice, not necessarily a choice, but like she has the capability to speak, but does not. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, you know, she keeps that picture of her parents and her and maybe it's more than just, oh, this boat was awesome. I want to build it. There might have been that was like her last memory with her family or something like that, that kind of traumatized her and brought her or you know made her decide not to speak Mm -hmm. and to yeah be a serious little girl the only thing i noticed with that picture is that constance was still not smiling so she Mm -hmm. something could have happened definitely but in the picture anyway she looked exactly the same yeah (laughs) she she, was still a little girl she may have had the like a that type of temperament for for some reason or another and it may not have like we could do an entire season on each character and and still probably not understand as much as we do. But um, I, I agree, Stacey. I think it's it's something more along the line of her choosing not to speak. And and I do like the theory of she's just too busy to need yeah. to speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, because she didn't rewrite anything. She wrote, I work alone. And she didn't erase it right away. She just kept it so that she could just show it. <laughs> right she needed it. She should have just put yeah. it on her back or or something. But yeah, I, I, I more than likely will not be at the end by the end of this season but i i would love to to see more of constance mm-hmm. and, and and all these characters man yeah. if 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 we were so lucky to get deep dives like we got into uh susie's uh literally susie's mind <laughs> literally all susie all the time <laughs> and, and it still didn't get us too much closer not at all <laughs> but uh but we, I don't know if we'll be getting any more deep dives into the subconscious, but uh, Constance's would be near the top of the list for me. 
Just because we were given so little, but also so much at the same time. Uh, all right. Now, before we move on to our next episode, we want to tell you about iTunes. Uh, we told you about our new direction moving forward. Something that will help in keeping shows like this on the air is by going to iTunes and keeping us rated high. If you look for Little Witch Academia, we're not the number one uh, result. Dang it, we should be. So make sure, uh, if you haven't gone to iTunes, please leave us a review uh, and, and send us a picture when you do so that we can, or let us know when you do so we can keep an eye out for it and we will read it on the air. We didn't get any new ones from this week to last week, so next week is our, our last set of after shows. So please send us some reviews and, and it will help us here at AfterBuzz to form the new anime future if there is one. Uh, but it'll definitely help. So uh, make sure to head to iTunes and then after the show today, once the stream is over, head on back, leave comments, we will read them, and it's a good time. It's a fun time. All right. Uh, we're, we're a little low, well, not super long time, but there's a lot to unpack in the this episode. <laughs> Cavendish. Uh, we got a lot in this bumper. Yeah. We got, first oh of all, God. adorable little Diana. Yeah. Uh, then you saw mom in bed. Oh, that yeah. couldn't have been good news. Well, I knew instantly <laughs> knew what, it, yeah. what, the, what the dark, troubling past was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find out that she's related to one of the nine old witches, which is pretty big. Not too much of a surprise. No, I no. expected something along those lines, mm-hmm. but to have it revealed was kind of like, all right, here it, we go. Now it all makes sense why she's doing the research that she's been doing, too. Mm-hmm. Especially, um, you know, being related and everything has gone back to the Nine Witches. So, mm-hmm. to me, it makes sense. And it said a lot about her. Uh, especially with her mother's dying wish to... Essentially, it could be interpreted to finding the seven words and opening the door to a, a new frontier of magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, to which my note... Uh, right after the scene was oh no sad episode uh, especially when Akko comes to Kron Hannah and Barbara crying yeah what can, and, and this is these are the same girls that bully Akko these are the, the same ones that, that put her down make fun of her but Akko being the person that she is isn't oh they're crying good <laughs> we were yeah. but uh, <laughs> but we're not as pure uh, but we find out both through through uh, Hannah and Barbara and Diana's meeting with the faculty that she has to leave school for one reason or another and and uh, we find out that she is to return home to become the quote head of the family and Akko is not going to let it happen she's yeah. not having it pure Akko typical fashion I knew like I knew in that moment she was going with her. Yeah. <laughs> was like, Akko's not letting this happen. We can trust her to stop this. <laughs> well, whether she wanted it or not, oh. Akko was going to go. She uh, wants to get there. <laughs> what, what did y'all think of the scene uh, at the tower right before Diana was leaving? I I mean, it spoke it spoke volumes to both who Diana is and Akko. We got to see more, um, a little more, like, candid side of Diana because she kind of finally let go with Akko, mm-hmm. uh, even after insisting about all the tradition and upholding it. Because she, she tried to keep it together and tried to keep from like actually giving any personal kind of feelings away. Uh, and then Akko just... Nope! Yeah. 
I think what I picked up the most from that scene is when um, when Akko said, I can't lose my rival, and Diana said, well, you've never been my rival. And I think Akko took it like Akko wasn't good enough for Diana, but I think the way Diana meant it was, no, 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 we're just not rivals. Like, you're your own kind of witch, and I'm my own kind of witch. That's how I took it. No, that's the, that's the right way to take it. Yeah. Like, I was just so wrapped up in the scene, and I was so, like... Akko's corner person, like you go, you go get her back. That, that keep I, her from leaving. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That I that I didn't think about it that way. You know, I think you're entirely you're entirely yeah. accurate. And I also kind of see where Diana's coming from because technically it's her choice whether she stays at the school or not. But at the same time, it's so sweet seeing how Akko is trying so hard to get her to stay, and she thinks they're rivals. But it's almost like no, like Akko. Obviously, she cares about Diana. Mm-hmm. I think I think Diana might think that they're equals at this point because yeah. uh and and Eastman says in the chat credit to Diana for not resenting Akko for stealing her dead mother's dream from her. So, and like even mentioning uh the only a witch chosen by the shiny rod can unlock the seven words. Yeah. And mm-hmm. just heavy. He he Heavy. <laughs> so heavy. Heavy to the point where you might think there's a trouble with the Earth's gravitational pull. But uh, that's for you Back to the Future fans out there. <laughs> uh, and But it's again, it's what we've been saying the entire time we've been covering this show, is it's heart versus head. And it's mm-hmm. just a constant battle. <laughs> uh, it never lets up. <laughs> no, Akko, uh, if, if you couldn't tell, Akko definitely wants to try to bring Diana back. Uh, and Ursula, Lotte, and Susie all support her. I would think if any of the other faculty found out, she would be put in a <laughs> Hard cage. No. Yeah. yeah. Hard <laughs> no. Just dead stop yeah. right there. Yeah. Um, but it's really, did anybody find it really creepy that there was this like River Sticks esque entrance for Diana to her own property? Yes, that was, or she was on a paddle boat. <laughs> it was like, it was like the gypsies being stolen into the city at the beginning of Hunchback of Notre Dame. I have yeah. so many questions about these traditions. <sighs> I, it reminded me of Phantom of the Opera when she was yeah. going. Yeah, like that's the kind of place where she. Yeah. If, if there was like some <laughs> switch electrical like keyboard. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <sighs> the lighting was just right. And now we're hoping for some uh, some. Oh man, let's get some some Phantom uh, fan art where uh, Andrew is Raul. Uh, <laughs> Akko is the Phantom, oh, and oh, Diana oh is Christine. God. Yeah. Looking at you, friends. I I really need this in my life. Why not? Uh, Now, I know this is a family show, uh, but I have to say it because I think everybody will agree with it. We are introduced to Snake Bitch Aunt Daryl. (laughs) Yes. The only official title she should be called by from here on out. Yeah. You have a a snake crawl up her leg. like her, uh, Her red eyes. Immediately it's like, this person's evil. Straight up. They're not even yeah, hiding it in this case. Yeah. Like, Ooh. is she made of snakes? I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked. This, I, Just the way she glared at Diana from the Ooh. moment she stepped foot on her you know, on her property. There's no warmth in no. this family. No. Uh it's like uh, I I forget the character's name because it's the show's been going on for about a thousand episodes. But there's a character in in One Piece that looks down on people so much that she looks up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why can't why can't I remember her name? Anyway, she yeah, anyway. Um, 
Yeah, so she makes an allusion to uh, them having special guests. And did anybody yes, immediately I think? I did. Immediately. We got an answer. I knew it. I knew it. I was like, yep, he's going to be here. I knew it. I was not, like 100% certain. Not a fan. Aunt, Aunt Daryl, evil stepmother. Uh, Mark, this Corazon says. Uh, where we keep getting... Uh, yeah, actually, now that mm-hmm. you think about it, I, I called the the other two the Stepford Cavendishes, but no, yeah, I guess yeah. those might be stepsisters. We were just never introduced to them. Yeah. Or, or cousins, but... Mm-hmm. Interesting. It, it works in the analogies. Yeah, and, and all of the... Uh, all Like, I... Uh, <laughs> there's gonna, I think there's going to be a lot more Cinderella next episode. Yeah, that's that's a really good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when so Andrew ends up picking Akko, uh, who's <laughs> hitchhiking. It's like you just got a brand new broom. Why aren't you taking that yeah. out? Don't want to be too conspicuous, I guess. Wearing her full uniform and witch's hat. Yeah, the shiny rod poking out of her no, bag. No, very it was hilarious. Okay. No one else expect anything. Yeah, and like seeing her slouched between Andrew and his dad too. Mm-hmm. I'm so surprised that the dad even agreed to pick her up based on the fact that right. yeah, like well, everybody... especially in the car. Isn't this the girl that ruined our party? Yeah, yeah. yeah but everybody had fun, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he doesn't know about any of the other things that they've been up to. Nothing at the school. <laughs> no so, yeah. So as far as he's concerned, she's just the kind of weird witch that showed up to his son's party. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I might have to save that for yeah. I'll say I'll. We had a, we had we, we've got more of the episode to cover. I had a little bit of news. I'm going to save it till the next uh, episode that we do, just for time's sake. Um, but uh, Diana tr- is treating her to guests. Is like no no no. That's my friend. She's staying. Uh, she gets attended to and and ends up being put in Diana's eleventh uh, birthday dress that was given to her by her mom. Yeah. And uh, she finds out that. Akko lost both of her parents and realized, oh, I said some really bad things. Because Akko's a good person. <laughs> uh, and we see that Diana has one of the, the rare chariot card that Akko never had. Yes, yeah. she does. And that, obviously, she's a chariot fan, or used to be, and yeah. just doesn't want to admit it. I no. th- and, and now, it like in one, in one turn, it's like, maybe being a chariot fan was so that she could find out about, or maybe, like, what came first... The, her magical destiny of unlocking the seven words or being a chariot fan. Yeah. You know, yeah. or did her mom get introduce her to chariot stuff so that she could start learning young? That right. we don't know. This is a two part episode. Uh, we find out that the uh, Andrew and his dad were invited there <laughs> for a private auction of family heirlooms. We're shown a mermaid scale candle, a mithril chess set, which looked pretty boss and the tapestry of beatrix that we saw at the top of the episode yeah who the who are these women and uh, i mean they're evil diana has almost never been anything but calm and she was fuming like i think Mm -hmm. i could literally feel the steam coming off of her oh my gosh well no there's no respect yeah who who disrespects their their family in that nature like ah, ah. Yeah. yeah Uh, and and they bring it up in the episode. What else have you sold? Like, what other precious family heirlooms have you sold just to keep this place afloat and not be in good spirits? Mm-hmm. Ah, ah, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but before the event that happens only upon a, a celestial thing, which again shows why Diana is so good at reading the stars and uh, because mm-hmm. she's been waiting for this event for so long. And before, right before that happens. 
Credits. I was so mad. Oh, I knew they were coming to. I was like, oh, there's no way we're making through the ceremony. Please, uh, just yeah. just give me this. I can't watch the next one. And then bam. Yeah, I was uh, I was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> uh, so final thoughts on this episode before we get the dramatic conclusion in about five minutes. Well, I'm so happy we finally got here. Yes. Yeah. Anything with Akko and Andrew, I'm a fan. <laughs> I definitely ship them. Oh, I'm especially so now. I'm super conflicted about that. I do too. I do too. But also. No. But at the same time. At the same time. Uh, Akko's the Phantom. Uh, Andrew's Wall. And Diana is Christine. It creates <laughs> some problems here, okay? <laughs> Uh, and it'll be real cute. And uh, you're, and and I don't like Raul, so that's my opinion. I of also anyway. hate him. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like the Phantom better. Yes. Uh, hey, I'm glad, I'm glad we reconnected. We're going out to dinner. You stay here. I gotta get my hat. <laughs> um, <laughs> the monster is flipping a table in chat, which is totally. <laughs> Oh, one of my favorite things. Okay, and and their team Anko. Uh, We'll see where your ship stand in the episode of episode twenty, which we will be talking about in an hour right here. So if you're watching us live at five p.m., we're going to be talking about episodes twenty and twenty-one. So in order for us to get to that, let's hit our twitters real quick, and we'll see you back at five. Rachel. Oh, um, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Rach Goodman or on Facebook at Rachel Ann Goodman. I'm also doing the Young and Restless After Buzz show every Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Stacey. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stacey Shuttles. You can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. Please join us at 5 o'clock and make sure to watch all of our other anime shows here. We've covered Attack on Titan. Uh, we've, uh, we did... I think Sword Art Online was our first like anime anime. We also did Korra, uh, Voltron technically counts, I suppose, uh, and uh, of course Yuri on Ice, which was so, so much fun. Remember, if you want to see more anime stuff, right now is the time to do it. Sign up for the After Buzz newsletter, which is going to be coming at the beginning of September. Go to AfterBuzzTV.com for more information. But uh, until next time, we will return to the, ma- the land of magic through the uh, Cavendish Estate. We'll see you at five. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.